0: Hmm.
1: Recorded live.
0: Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be across the nation or around the world. Once again, you are listening to the VMware Communities Roundtable podcast. This is podcast number 416. My name is Eric Nielsen, and with me today, we're just doing a special post-Christmas edition. And I'm by myself, and uh, so we'll we'll do this today, and uh, it should be a great show. We might have Elsa Mayer join in, in a little bit. Today on the show, uh, we thought we would highlight a blogger that we think is very interesting. Uh, On the show today, we have Constantine Iok, and Constantine is uh, a blogger who runs the blog cloudhat.eu. So it should be a great show. Um, We don't have any nudes on the show today because it's, after all, a few days after Christmas, and you should all be relaxed and having some downtime. As Pat Gelsinger mentioned the other day, everybody at VMware should go out, recharge, and uh, get ready for a uh, productive 2018. So that's what we're going to do. So Constantine, I know you're on the call. Uh, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much, Eric, and uh, thank you for inviting me.
0: So we always do this at the beginning. We ask, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you end up in the VMware ecosystem? You've you've got a great blog, um, cloudhat.eu, and you have a great blog that we're going to be talking about today, which is how to update uh, vSphere HTML web client, as well as how to install the web client. So, uh, both an installing of the HTML5 web client, you have a great article on that, and um, how to upgrade the web the web client. So, how did you get into how did you get into the IT industry? How long have you been doing this? Uh, why don't you tell us a
2: little bit about yourself? Um, yeah, sure. So uh, I started my
1: career uh, in a strange position, maybe. I was initially a stockbroker on the Romanian stock exchange. And then after a few years, um, I moved to a different industry. I moved to IT. Um, first, I was in uh, small companies doing uh, every everything IT-based. I it was uh, the jack of all trades. And then um, I moved uh, to different all uh, the com- other companies. I moved to different teams. I went to desktop teams. Then I moved to deal with uh, Windows servers, um, all type of window of uh, of versions. And then in the end, uh, I end up uh, on the VMware uh, side of the world, and uh, that was. Seven or eight years ago. And now, um, now I'm doing um, all sort of uh, VMware stuff, and lately I also moved into AWS stuff. So not VMware on AWS yet, maybe later, but uh, purely AWS stuff.
0: So you're still you're still in the IT industry, doing uh, doing IT work um, at at various places. Um, Throughout Europe I guess where do you work at? do you work uh, throughout Europe or are you in a particular country uh, where where do people find you
1: so I work in uh, Romania I'm based in Romania uh, I work for a company which is uh, providing software for financial services um, we have uh, offices uh, throughout the globe and also the, the estate that I'm looking for it's um, it's uh, throughout the globe on, on different remote locations.
0: Nice. You you have this what I would call an excellent blog, very well laid out, very nice blogs on it, um, called CloudHat.eu. How did you get into the blogger space?
1: So, um, um, during my uh, my work as a as a VMware guy, I um, get in touch with uh, a lot of people from um uh, Romanian community, or uh, VMware Romanian community. So I started uh, going to VMag meetings here locally in Bucharest, and then uh, after a few of them, um, I uh, started presenting at VMag um, meetings. And then I became a regular uh, speaker at VMAG in uh, in Bucharest. Then that's uh, pretty new. I got invited to also be a co-leader on the VMAG uh, Bucharest chapter. And then I uh, began um, um, to think, why uh, don't I do this um, on a long way? Uh, Why don't I start a blog? But there are a lot of blogs out there And I'm um, pretty connected with them. I always follow the news, um, looking into the blogs, um, following the Twitter. And I thought, why don't I contribute back to the community? So here is the blog.
2: Excellent.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of of people, same path, myself included, right, where you're working in IT um, and you're experiencing, you know, the need for knowledge, and so you engage with community members and you start picking up that knowledge and over time you get um uh, smarter and and better aware of all the solutions that are out there and then pretty soon you you can you can give back which is which is great it's the great path that uh we all i think many of us in the in the vMware community ecosystem have have walked down so uh, Yep, that, that, that makes complete sense. And I would say that, uh, again, uh, your, your articles that you've done on how to use uh, HTML5, the web client, how to get that installed, it's beautiful. You've done a nice job with graphics and so forth. Um, when you were doing your blog, before we get into the actual articles itself, did you find yourself in a learning curve on how to make a nice blog? Because I noticed the way you lay things out is is very well done. You've done a nice integration of graphics. We see some bloggers who you know, all they do is you know put text in there, or they don't have a hierarchy of articles. Um, how long did it take you to get good at laying out and doing blogs? And how often do you do you tend to blog? How how frequently do you do you update your blog?
1: So I, I have pretty long experience in blogging. Uh, it was not uh, VMware related, but um, the Go game related. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Go game. Maybe you heard it was into the news uh, more regarding uh, the deep learning uh, part on AlphaGo from uh, Google. Um, it's not a, it's not a very known game, but. Um, I used to play a lot i i still play a lot and i used to have um um a new site on uh on romanian about go so i i had this site for about uh, three or four years and it was daily updated uh, a lot of information uh, from community for community so um, for me blogging is not something new it's something I, i've done a lot of years and um it came easy for me to to switch to to the new VMware blog um it, there are differences it's a technical blog instead of one uh, looking at sports um it's um it's in english uh, not in uh, romanian so yeah a little a little different i'm not native in english so here comes uh, a little uh, difficult um how often do i blog it depends it depends on, on if uh, there are news that I want to cover, uh, new um, releases from VMware, or um, or even some uh, some new thing that I'm trying in my lab, and about how long it's taking me to do a post. Um, it also depends. A uh, short one, uh, maybe one hour or so, and if it's a longer demonstration install some stuff or update some stuff it depends it's sometimes research um it, it is learning so definitely it is learning um it depends maybe uh, right. 3 4 even even 5 hours for the for the longest articles
0: right so not as long as i would think um, but i think some of the some of the work actually comes in the lab work itself right and getting the screenshots and laying the screenshots out i mean you have done a really nice job of that so i think there's there's building that making sure you understand the technology and what you're going to blog about getting it on your lab going through it and then screenshotting it and then then writing the blog itself so um, Really nice, nicely done. So let's let's uh, switch gears and talk a little bit about uh, the HTML5 web client, Fling, that you have a blog article on. So you can go to cloudhat.eu. You have a nice listing of all your blog articles. And you have a couple that we're interested in, obviously, the installing uh, the web client as well as the upgrading the web client. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about um what you do to to prep and get ready to install the HTML5 web client um, and tell us a little bit about or anything you want to share with us around what motivated you to go get the new web client, what your experience is like and then we can get into your blog.
1: So uh, let me start with what motivated me to try to install uh, the web client. what motivated me was the the update from uh, Adobe Flash um, one month ago, two months ago, something like that. And when suddenly in the in a, in a Monday morning, um, um, we do use um, the regular web client, the the one which is uh, Adobe Flash based, and we right. uh, started to see that Monday morning nothing is working and everything is crashing. And um, then that was a big, uh, a big problem. Um, not only for me, but I I heard a lot of uh, comments from the community, and there was a lot of uh, traffic and articles and, and and speaking about that. And then um, it was um, a good, uh, I don't know, good opportunity for me to try something new to get rid. Maybe that's the time we get rid of the of the HTML, uh, not the HTML, the Flash client. And um, I know that um, I knew that uh, the version that is in uh, in uh, Visenta it's a, it is a supported version, but it's not the latest one. And then I I said, why don't I try to uh, play a little with the flint to see what is the the latest and the, the shiniest version of of the web client? And uh, this was a start. And then. Um, I started uh, checking uh, the flings page. I started um, checking uh, the bugs presented into the uh, the flings page. It's important to to check them. And
2: right. Um, right.
1: I... that was. Please, please go ahead.
0: One of the things that, that, that I noticed here is that when you're installing the, 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 the fling, it, it doesn't install, let's say you're putting on your home lab to, to begin with or wherever you're putting it, it doesn't install it on top of the existing web client if you're on 6.5. It looks like it puts it in a different place. Um, so I guess from a risk perspective, um, it's not something. That if you if you install this guy, you're going to clobber what you already have. And now you have now you have problems with 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 going back. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Because I think when you're assessing whether you would want to go get this or not, one of the things that I always look with my home lab is, you know, what damage am I going to do and how much time is it going to take me to recover uh, in case whatever I do goes
2: wrong?
1: Um, that, that is correct. Uh, Fling uh, does not replace the existing um, web client from from the um, vCenter appliance. Um, it installs in a separate um, appliance. It's a separate uh, virtual machine. Uh, the only thing that uh, may pose a risk is the fact that at some point into the installation process, we need to register uh, with the vCenter. So this is the only point where I can see um, it's possible that something happens that can affect uh, the actual the running uh, vCenter. But other than that, everything is um, is completely separate. No same database. No same virtual machine. Everything is uh, separated.
0: Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that when I was when I when I was reading through the article. Um, that was uh, one of the one of my surprises right away. It was like, oh, okay, we're just going to go get an OVF template, uh, f- go get the f- an OVF file, and install it in a new virtual machine, which will then have the. I, I'm a little confused on uh, how that works. Maybe you can take us take us through that a little bit. Um, installing this in a separate VM um, and then connecting it back to vCenter Server Appliance, I would assume. And now I'm I'm, I'm using a new client. That is then connected back to my server appliance. Uh, I'm guessing at how that works. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that, or take us through your blog article in general on and how how that how that works and um, continue on.
1: So the deployment of the OVF file is um, pretty straightforward. There's absolutely no nothing complex. It's just a normal deployment and. Um, the, the configuration of the of the application is not uh, done into the um, into the template wizard and after we deploy um, the ovf we deploy this new virtual machine uh, we power on and we wait until it's everything is running and then uh, to configure it we we connect to a special uh, uh, port it is actually the normal um, 5490 port on the on the IP of the appliance right and um, th- and then it's uh, the completion the, the configuration is, is very simple we provide details for the single sign-on server as username password and if we want we can also provide NTP server but it's not mandatory and then it uh, starts uh, the configuration on the background. And it connects to the SSO server and it connects to the vCenter. And maybe after a few minutes, two minutes, three minutes, uh, the, the new server is running, it's connected to SSO, and uh, you can start uh, using it.
0: Right, so. So, so I got-
1: a, in terms of configuration, it, it, it's a very, very simple process. It just provide super basic uh, details and just click on configure.
0: And I guess uh, what was interesting about this for people that haven't messed with web client yet um, or installed a fling, this is just a web client appliance right? so that um, you're just basically running a whole web client appliance in a new VM that then connects back to your vCenter server appliance. Is that right?
1: Yes, that is right.
0: Right. So complete isolation. I guess I'll ask you a, a more generic question, which, which I guess because I haven't used uh, 6.5, the web client yet. Um, is, that, is that how it always runs? Is the web client always an appliance that's separate uh, from when you install and set up uh, 6.5, vSphere 6.5? Is the web client always just a separate entity that I'm going to, and then it just co- connects back to your vCenter server appliance? Or is the traditional web client... Embedded in the vCenter Server appliance, and that what they're doing with the fling is just putting it over on its own separate um, VM.
1: It's a traditional, uh, it's a traditional uh, service um, situated into the um, vCenter appliance, and you can uh, manage uh, the service uh, separately. So if you don't want to run it, you can stop it, and but, if you want to run it, you have to
0: start. That's the traditional, the, the the traditional vSphere HTML5 web client, not the Fling, but the web client is embedded in the the vSphere, the vCenter server appliance install, not as a, not running out in a in a separate VM, right? So the web the web client Fling is really just delivered in a different way and a to allow you to have that separation.
1: Yes, that is correct. The fling uh, being a, it, it's not a supported um, application by uh, by VMware. So this is why, I guess this is why it's um, it's released as a separate, uh, isolated uh, virtual machine. Um, the version of the web client that is um, installed into the vCenter when you install the vCenter appliance, it's a. It's a supported a fully supported version of the uh, of the um, appliance and the, the only problem that you may have is this is normal with supported applications they don't get updated so often so you may find uh, also some uh, missing functionalities in the supported uh, version of the web client which are already added into the flink but the flink I say again not supported by VMI.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. And so, for me, going through this and considering doing it on my home lab, there's 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 it's really low risk because of the idea that the way they're delivering the thing in a separate VM, um, you pretty much can spin it up, run it, and and you don't you don't have a lot of risk that anything's going to go wrong because it's just in its own VM and and runs. I am curious to know how they package it up and uh, what what they're running it on probably uh, Photon if I were to guess what the underlying OS is for the for the VM itself but um, but risk-free from a standpoint of, of setting this guy up and and then being able to use it um, what's your experience on new features when in using the fling um, have have you been happy with with what you're experiencing and how often do they actually update the flings and how often
2: have you gone through the update process hello Hey, sounds like you're back. That's good. Hi, can you hear me? Hello? I can hear you. We'll edit this out. Only one hello. Can you hear me now? One, two, three, four. Hello. Hmm. Okay, we're going to see if we can get you back. If we can get you back, we can always just edit out where we were at. So if we can get you back on, we'll just continue. Not sure where you went. Coming from Europe, these things can happen. Get in talk. Hello. Well, he lost you. Up oh, there, he is. Maybe you're back. No audio. That's very uh don't hear you at all? not sure you can hear me either. Anybody there? Well, might get you back or might not. Could be talk to you. I think I'm still on. I could test that myself. Just to see if I'm on. TalkShoe, please enter the call ID followed by the pound key. Right. Enter your PIN followed by the pound key. If you are not a TalkShoe member, press one and pound. We're now joining for the call. Hello? Hello. Yeah. yeah. I'm on. And it's working. So I'm not sure. My oh, constantly. Oh, there I hear some, That might have just been my phone. Hmm. Yes. Hey, Zero is on the call. Zero is on the call. Hi. Hey, there you go.
0: You're back. So,
1: very complicated stuff.
0: Yep. I had no, no idea one. I
1: can just use one. I, I thought I can use. I should use my PIN.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay, no worries. Sometimes TalkShoot gets confused on... If you do, if you drop, sometimes it won't let the same person back in um, on a pin. I've I've had that happen as well. So um, okay, well we can just start right out where we were left off, and uh, and I'll just edit out the the time that that we weren't we weren't talking. So I think I'll just start with the question I was going to ask you before you dropped off because I don't think you heard it. Um, so if if you're ready, we'll we'll start again here. You ready?
1: Yep. Yep. I'm ready.
0: Okay. All right. Great. Let me see if I can get my context better then. So So on the fling uh, what is what is really neat about the way they're delivering the fling is they've they actually just uh, bundled bundled up the fling put it in a VM hard to know for sure what uh what os uh, they're they're putting in the VM but it's probably photon um, but uh it, very low risk to you uh to to be able to deploy this in your home lab so i guess I guess I should ask you what have you experienced with the fling um, have you have you used some of the new features do you Do you find it interesting in that you're getting the latest features and then uh, how often are you updating because we're going to talk a little bit about updating. Um, I know that they come out with new functionality every week or two. every couple of weeks they're coming out with new functionality. Um, what's your thoughts on updating so uh, what's your experience so far and then how often do you update?
1: So the experience is uh, good. I haven't seen errors. Um, everything looks to be fine. Um, the speed is uh, pretty good. So after you you install it and you access it, it's it's a pretty fast uh, it's a pretty fast uh, version. Definitely faster than the old uh, flash uh, flash version. So it's really good um haven't uh, tested the new features um so my opinion um there are missing features but uh, not something that uh, you use on day to day so most of the work you can you can do it into the web client and uh, i'm not expecting the major major problems um the update cycle yeah, seems to be one week or two weeks. It probably depends on the what developers are doing. Um, it's a very good experience the update process. So I wish to have same same process for uh, a lot of other um, a, lot, a lot of other products. So as far as I'm concerned, every update should be implemented because it's really um, extremely simple.
0: To, to update, right, and I, I saw that uh, that you did you did do a follow up article from how to how to install your vSphere uh, HTML5 uh, fling to now how to update it, and it's a, it is a pretty short uh, article, right? So maybe you can take us through quickly what's the strategy for updating? Yeah, so
1: that, that's the point. Why why do we why do you install the fling? You install the to have an up-to-date version of the web client and if the fling is updated soft and then why why wouldn't you update the fling and um, this is why I end up with uh, treating on how to update stuff um, I at first I didn't realize how simple the update is which was a good surprise and let me tell you again. I hope to see same same type of, of upgrade in, in in multiple other products. So in terms of how do you really uh, do the update? You just connect to to the appliance uh, interface, and if there is an update uh, um, available, then the button which is uh, called Update vSphere Client it will be active, so you can click on it. If there is no update, then that button is disabled. And then the the procedure to update it is very simple. Just click on that button and you will uh, be asked to confirm that you want to update the client. And once you update it, there's nothing left for you to do. Just wait uh, for it to load. Nice. That's the entire process.
2: Yeah, that's the
0: entire process, nice web interface, just updates it and you're good to go. How long is a typical update?
1: Um, of course, it depends on uh, what resources you have, what storage you have, but it's a uh, few minutes, two minutes, three minutes, something like that.
0: Right, so once you get, once you get the Fling up and running, um, staying current with the latest Fling features is pretty easy to do, and I, I went and looked at you know the flings themselves, and they do a nice job um, documenting what uh, the the repository has that's new that's that's out there. So if you want to update it, you can go read what's out there and what's new, what features they're working on, and what's delivered in an updated fling. So uh, really nicely documented, nicely updated. Uh, I agree with you. This would this is a really nice model that VMware has developed in order to. Keep you running on the the latest and greatest
2: from from developers. Yep, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, have you done?
0: Um, I mean, it, it, that's really what it comes down to. From the, these two articles, is um, it's straightforward. You install in a VM. Uh, you run in a VM. You connect to your vCenter server appliance from your from your web client appliance, and uh, and then you just hit a button to update it whenever you want to want to test out new features. Um, great great blog articles. Um, you have some other uh, recent posts that are out there. Um, that you know you have a security advisory, one on vMSA. Um, you've got a VMware vCenter Converter standalone 6.2 article. Um, it seems like you've got some some you're you're posting regularly um and and uh beautifully done in english nice graphics um do you have any big projects that are coming up that you're thinking about doing
1: um yes i do um the the big project that I'm working currently in my uh, home lab is to um install um Realize automation, the latest version, with uh, everything, uh, everything required to run it. That's my big project.
0: Nice, nice. And uh, what's, your, what's the timeline for uh, how long it's going to take you to you know, get that done and then, and then produce a blog on it?
1: So uh, I pretty much uh, know the architecture. is not a new product for me. It's uh, maybe just a new version for me, so pretty much the research is uh, done, and I already completed a uh, few of the requirements. So, for example, you can see uh, an article on uh, how to install uh, Active Directory because that is a requirement for Virtualize Automation, and um, it, it it just depends on the available time, and now it's coming the Christmas, so difficult period to write uh, articles. It's uh, much easier to stay with the family. So, I don't know, maybe Perfect. one month and no more than two months.
0: No more than two months. Fantastic. Yep. yep. Um e- I, I tend to be the opposite. When I when I, when I finally get to the holiday season, it's time for me to um, sit down and get some quiet time where I can work on the kind of things that I like to work on versus working on everything that everybody else wants me to work on. So I look at the holidays as a time to go maybe catch up on a blog, catch up on writing some stuff, um, doing some good video projects, so forth. I get some time. Um, but I agree with you the the family does 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 take priority, and so we're, we're always balancing our personal objectives versus uh, everybody's objectives that we're engaged with. So, uh, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you doing the the good blog. We've had you in the uh, the VMTN BlogBeat stream. Uh, that's where we noticed your blog. So, uh, thanks for being part of the RSS stream for the VMware community. Constantine, uh, I appreciate you coming and telling us about what you're working on. Constantine uh, um cloudhat.eu great blog thanks for coming and talking to us over the holidays
1: thank you very much and it was a big pleasure for me to be here in your podcast thank you
0: thank you and if you want to follow uh, follow you we would do a shout out to your twitter account i don't know if you're on twitter very much but uh, uh what is your twitter handle
1: Yep, I do am on Twitter, and I found a lot of information on Twitter. So, yeah, my Twitter handle is uh, cghioc.
0: Cghioc. So at cghioc, which uh, is uh, or
1: you can or you can go to you can go to the blog on cloudhead.eu, and there is a big button follow me on Twitter. Yeah.
0: There you go. You will get another follower. I will absolutely give you a follow and uh, I will tweet out to everybody to go follow you. And uh, thanks a lot. And we appreciate it. We'll be back again in early January. We're going to have some more podcasts as we go through January. I think we're all booked up on podcasts into February. So thanks a lot for everybody listening and we'll see you again in the new year.
2: Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm going to hit the end button now.